to seem like you have circular conversations with a narcissist. Like the narcissist avoids or deflects answering direct questions or direct concepts that you're like looking at. How does this actually match up in the relationship? Can you actually show up this way? Is this something that you can handle? One of the things I want to talk about today is 10 questions a narcissist can't handle. I was looking up some stuff and some stuff popped up and I was like, huh, this would be interesting. So we're going to kind of walk through it together just to be able to see what are these questions that narcissists can't handle. Now, they're not necessarily questions you just ask the narcissist because it's hard to be able to get an honest answer from a liar. Majority of narcissists lie because they're running away from shame, from guilt. They're trying to hide. And so as a result, their, their coping mechanism means, hey, I need to hide. I need to hurt. I need to run away from anything. As long as I don't get hurt, it doesn't matter if I run over other people. So I wanna talk through 10 questions that a narcissist might struggle to answer or just the concepts in, in one sense would be difficult for a narcissist to even work through or deal. So if you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. That resource is there, the 45-day challenge, to help you break the trauma bond, get out of rumination, change the story to change your life, to become the person that you were called to be. So I figured today I'd just kind of walk through some of these questions. I figured it'd be interesting, and who knows what'll happen. All right, so question number one, can you take responsibility for your actions? Whew. Uh, right off the gate, like narcissists, like don't like taking responsibility for the actions. You might have heard like the the quote, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. A narcissist just wants great power. And that's it. Like, it, it doesn't really go any farther. Like, I, I don't want to take responsibility for my actions. And so as a result, like, how I would show up is like, let me blame it on other people. Let me gaslight you into thinking that never happened. Let me make sure it's someone else's fault, but not my fault. Like, growing up all through marriage, it was like something that I could never say I was wrong. Like, literally, the words just wouldn't come out. Like I was less right, but I was never wrong. I didn't want to be wrong. So narcissists will run away from being wrong or at, uh, all the time because like they don't want to actually show up that they've done something wrong. When they do that, then it brings about this guilt and the shame that they're typically running from. Okay, so oftentimes narcissists are going to deflect, blame, minimize, like move it anywhere else but being on me, being on the actual problem. Okay. Uh, number two, question number two, can you genuinely empathize with others? I feel like sometimes like even asking a narcissist that they'd be like, yeah, sure. Uh, or they would just have no clue what you're talking about. Uh, narcissists struggle to be able to empathize with the feelings and the experiences of others. Now, cognitively, there's this aspect of like, I can understand what you're going through, but I don't feel it. It's not something that's innate. It's not something that you're crying, then I'm all of a sudden crying. It's like, you're crying, it's like, okay, like waiting for it to be done, then we like move on. Like there's this aspect of like, there not being genuine empathy of, of being able to connect on an emotional level. Uh, a lot of times this is because it's so self-centered. Like it's all about me. So as a result, like your problems don't exist. Uh, they don't exist in my world. They don't exist as being a big issue or big problem. Sometimes people ask me, they're like, what level of empathy do you have? Like, I definitely have cognitive empathy and I've learned how to be able to work on that more, uh, but not necessarily like other aspects of empathy where it's just innate, uh, where where you start getting upset and I start getting upset. That's not typically going to happen. Uh, for me, it also is helpful because then working and coaching with clients, it helps me see it from a different perspective and being able to help leverage that to help people grow and help them see a different perspective versus me getting sucked into some of it as well. Uh, question number three, can you handle criticism without becoming defensive? Whew, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because the narcissist thinks anytime you criticize and anytime you're bringing something up to them that you're attacking. 
Like for me, anytime someone would criticize, I'd be like, all right, let's go. Because like you just coming after me. When in reality, like someone might've been trying to help me get better. Uh, so this, you know, a lot of times you'll see a narcissist react defensively and also aggressively when faced with any type of criticism or constructive feedback. Uh, it's, it's like my ego can't handle it. Like my ego can't handle the possibility of being wrong. The possibility of not being good enough in one aspect. The possibility of something not working out to be I'm the best in the world or I'm the best in whatever I'm trying to do. Okay. Question number four. Can you apologize without making excuses or shifting blame? These are actually pretty good. I wasn't expecting these to be this good. Can you apologize without making excuses or shifting blame? Uh, for me, it, like I would not ever. Like there wasn't, there wasn't one a true apology. There might be a I'm sorry, but there wasn't like a true apology. There wasn't like something that I would show up being like, man, I'm really sorry that I did that. I realized that that hurt you and, and blah, blah, blah. Like the whole thing, okay? A narcissist struggled to offer any type of genuine apologies and because they don't want to take accountability, they don't want to be responsible for the actions, for the things they did. So like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way isn't an apology. It's just me being saying like, hey, like that sucks that you actually feel that way. I know you feel that way because I did that. I don't really care. I'm just trying to say this to make it better so I can get back in your good graces, even though I'm not going to take responsibility, like all back and forth. Narcissists really suck at doing apologies and doing them well, okay? Uh, a lot of times narcissists, yeah, might, might say, I feel that way. Uh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Uh, question number five, can you maintain healthy boundaries and respect the boundaries of others? Yeah, a, a lot of these, like if you ask the narcissist, I'm pretty sure they'd be like, yeah, totally. What are you talking about? So it's more questions of like you to think about uh, because they can't handle actually doing these things. Uh, narcissists have difficulty respecting your boundaries. Either you set a boundary and the narcissist will come up right below it and be like, ah, let me see how they're going to respond. Or they're going to come right up to it and be like, let me just camp out here see what's going to happen. Or they're just going to blow right through your boundary because they don't really care. And you understand narcissist doesn't care about your boundaries. They care about what they get out of you. And so there's a piece of like entitlement of like, why should your boundaries limit my access to you when I'm the king of the world and I can do whatever I want and uh, you should be serving me? Like it's a skewed mindset, but that's the mindset of like, I control you, you are mine. So therefore you, you shouldn't have a boundary that's limiting me from you, okay? Uh, sometimes you'll see with a narcissist having like no boundaries, invading personal space, like prying into your personal matters, ignoring your request for privacy. Like there's this aspect of like, like your boundaries don't matter and just what I want matters. Uh, you'll see this like go into a whole depths of them like stalking you, them looking at your phone, them going through your journals, like a lot of different things. So please be careful. Uh, question number six, can you handle someone else's success without feeling threatened? Ooh, this is a good one. This is a good one because there's a lot of narcissists that struggle with this. Uh, there's even self-aware narcissists and other people on different channels that struggle with this because they see someone else's success and then they're like, why not me? They, they, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this good enough? And this starts being this whole thing of they feel threatened. Uh, there's several people that I've worked with before that they feel threatened by either what I've done, where I'm at, anything like that. And it's frustrating. Because like, I'm not out here to prove something. I'm not out here to do better than someone. I'm out here to do the best I can for me of showing up and helping other people. But previously, I would feel 100% threatened by the people that I was around if they were more successful. Because I didn't want to see anyone be more successful and anyone kind of bump up against that ego of me thinking I was the best. 
So a lot of times if I, if I saw something where this person actually was the best or was engaging, then that's where you attack the person's character. That's when I would disengage completely and I'd be like, yeah, I'm not even interested. I don't even want to play that game. I don't even want to do that task because I'm like, if they're better than me, why should I even do it? I'll do something else that I'm better at. Like that was the thought process. So a lot of times narcissists struggle with envy, uh, feelings of inadequacy. And a lot of times when they see someone else have success, they're going to feel threatened. It's really interesting and you see it a lot, a lot. Just keep your eyes open. Okay, all right. Question number seven. Can you maintain healthy, authentic relationships without manipulation? Gosh, they put that little piece back there. Narcissist is gonna be like, yeah, I can have authentic relationships without manipulation. They're like, ooh, yeah, not, not really. Like manipulation is just part of my mantra. This is just how I do it. Uh, so it's interesting, like narcissists use all different types of control tactics to exploit other people. Uh, a lot of times I talk about distorting reality, and that's typically gaslighting, love bombing, and future faking. Like anything to try to be able to get past being accountable, trying to hold that person, but having a genuine, authentic relationship without manipulating, without like trying to twist things and try to make sure that like they're on top of the situation, yeah, is pretty difficult for a narcissist, narcissist to actually do. Uh, you're going to see all those different aspects, triangulation, like all different pieces happen in the relationship for them to maintain power and control over you. Question number eight, can you handle being vulnerable and showing your true emotions? Now, you need to understand what this narcissist will be like, yes, I can totally be vulnerable. And they explain to you about what happened to them when they were like three years old, okay, or what happened when they were like eight. Uh, but actually showing up and explaining how they're dealing with stuff now like true emotions now, hardest thing ever. Uh, narcissists oftentimes views that as weakness. Like if I was going to express any type of emotion or tear up or anything like that, I was going to be weak. So therefore I never was going to do that. Like I need to have this this fake wall of strength and invincibility that there's no no chink in my armor that no one can actually get through and hide everything inside. A lot of times a narcissist like, thinks that vulnerability is weakness. And so why would I even want to engage with that? I'm not. I'm going to run away from it as much as I can. Question number nine. Can you handle someone else receiving attention or praise? Kind of like the success piece, but like you play a game or something like that and someone beside you gets a lot more attention, gets a lot more praise. You're going to see a narcissist crave that admiration piece and a lot of times be like, gosh. And you see a lot of times them react in different ways. They'll disengage, they'll say something, they'll cause a stink so it's back on them. They'll kind of like poke and prod at that person, belittle like their achievements, their responses. Like you get a promotion at work and they're like, eh, that's okay. And they get a promotion, you're supposed to like, you know, throw a big party. You know, so there's a, a difference of like, wait a second, I want it to be about me. When, when I see someone else getting the attention, get the getting the affection, the praise, anything like that, it's like, wait a second, superiority ramps up, envy, resentment, all these different pieces ramp up really, really heavy, okay? Uh, let's see, question number 10. Can you maintain a constant sense of self without relying on external validation? Poof. Um, yeah, no, that's a difficult one. That is definitely the difficult one, probably one of the difficult ones out of all of them. It's like making sure that like, like I'm actually working on me and I don't need you to validate me. That's a huge piece that we see a lot of narcissists struggle with because that external validation is important to prop up a fragile ego, a fragile sense of self. This is something that I had to work on a lot because I would do something or not do something and my wife, Kayla, she would be frustrated, upset, something like that, and I would take that on. 
I would be like, oh, like, I know I would attack it. I would run after it. I would do a bunch of different things. But there was this aspect of like, I want this external valid- validation to, to prove to myself that I'm good enough or to prove to myself that, you know, my ego is validated in being the best person ever or something like that. Okay. Um, instead of getting to the place of being like, wait a second, I know who I am and I'm going to show up in a positive way in a po- building a positive environment, creating a positive like structure and life and family dynamic. And so being able to do that is hard because an artist struggles to develop healthy, independent sense of self. Uh, a lot of times this is where you see like a narcissist will, will take on your hobbies, your likes, your dislikes, all different like attributes in one sense, like a chameleon to appear better, to seem better and everything and in different aspects. But in reality, what they're really doing is they're just trying to run away from themselves and trying to find something that makes them look more human. It's kind of like the best way that I could put it for me, uh, how it showed up in my life. Uh, if you resonate with any of these questions of like, whoa, like these actually match up. Like I, I know that my partner would struggle with these. I know that my partner struggles with all of these. Like go through and list out how many they actually struggle with. Like what number are you actually seeing? And then you might need to start to evaluate. Maybe you're with a toxic person. Maybe you're with a narcissist. If you think you are, go to escapetoxicity.com. It's our seven-day challenge for $7. You get lifetime access. You get access to a community. You go through coursework on a daily basis. It'll put you about through about nine days of coursework. We're going to get special videos. You're going to get interactions. You're going to get um, messages back and forth uh, from other, other people in the community trying to help you understand about narcissism and also how to break free. Hey, if you want to speed up your process and talk to me one-on-one, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones. We'd love to work with you one-on-one. I do initial conversations and then work exclusively with people inside of our Thriver community. Hope you all have a blessed day. If you haven't already, like and subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time.